0: Welcome, everybody, to episode one of Victory, the podcast. Victory! I'm Doug Allen, the creator of Entourage. Kevin Dillon. I play Johnny Drama. And we are going to do lots of stuff on here. We're going to talk lots of Entourage, obviously. That's what we're both best known for. But we also have, like, 40 to 75 years of shared experiences in Hollywood and life. Yes, we Um, do. So we're going to get into those things as well. Um, But first, on this first episode, we're going to talk about how Kevin and I came together. And we also have the phenomenal... Kevin Connolly in the booth uh, next to us, who's going to jump in at times AC. as well.
1: Yeah, I've been in the business a few years <laughs> myself. Yeah. Not just you the guys, three of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we
0: were really young once. It's amazing. We well, started that we're at six years old. so... <laughs> Matchbox cars was that what it was? No childhood. Cheerios. I and had no childhood. <laughs> big Big Wheel. He did, he big, did wheel. A big Wheel. Big Wheel. He was a big Big Wheel guy. So, but um, you know, we the three of us actually. Are very close friends now, but we came together. This show brought us together and uh, is yeah. now a 20 year relationship essentially, so which is nice. Uh, on this show, we're gonna talk about, you know. Each episode, we're going to get into and deep dive it, but we're also going to talk about our life and Hollywood, our ups yeah. and downs, which I think both of us have had uh, many. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I think we're both divorced twice too, but we probably won't get uh, into that. Once we're... for me, actually. Did you make it <laughs> only once? Wow. Two God kids. God bless so... you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah, I, I'm twice. I'm I wasn't blessed twice.
2: with my divorce though. It was, it was rough. <laughs> uh,
0: they're always rough. They're always rough. Somehow they get us. But so, yeah. um, mm-hmm. we'll talk about how this, how this all started. And, um, you okay. know, this, this, show and we'll try to get to, you know, as quickly as possible how Kevin and Kevin come into the into play. But basically, Mark Wahlberg and Steve Levinson came to me with an idea. I remember I said it was the worst idea I've ever heard, which is interesting (laughs) because I didn't really understand the whole concept of an entourage. And as I recall it, Steve Levinson said you'll figure it out. And I went home and I figured it out anyway, wrote a script. Year and a half later, they finally greenlit it
1: after about forty drafts, and that's wow. where you come in. So I think we should start with. But Doug, not to interrupt you, how many draft? Like you say, forty. I know it was a lot, but do you remember specifically?
0: I'm talking like twenty or twenty five drafts, and, and and I don't mean just like little things because I've sent both of you an original draft of this show that never made yeah. the air. At some point, we're going to we're going to get everybody in here and we're going to read it. But it was a different tone; it was a different thing. And uh, HBO was great in letting me keep working it despite the WJA rules against it. But I did it over and over and over until we finally got it right. And when they greenlit it, which is where I think we're going to start, we got into casting, which casting this show was extremely difficult. For me, it was imperative that I found four guys. And Jeremy's a separate issue, but the four guys from New York, was absolutely imperative to me. It was how I grew up. And even though it was loosely based on Mark's stuff, when I started writing, I wanted to figure out how to make it mine. And New York was my thing. And I wanted to find guys that felt like guys I grew up with. So where we came into with you, because I remember the day before the audition, was your ex-girlfriend, who is a good friend of mine, called <laughs> me up. Judge. Leslie yeah. Judge, shout out. She called me up and said, Kevin Dillon is coming into audition tomorrow. Now, at this point in my life, I was a nervous wreck. That didn't mean anything to me. I'm like, whatever, who cares, whatever. I'm not really thinking. So what I would love to hear from you before we get into my first, you know, look at you, was this an important audition? Was this just another one? Was this, you know? First of all, I'm
2: going to say thank you to Leslie Judge because she gave you guys a nice heads up. Uh, My dad also thinks he got me this job too because he played golf with Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) Possible. So uh, he threw my name around out there and it was I, it was important because HBO was doing great stuff, right. and uh, I just didn't know what I could do with the audition. It was so there was so little to do for Johnny Drama. He had like two lines, and I I told Lisa, I'm not going to go in and say two lines. I I can't impress.
1: Right. You're like, how about if I take some of this guy E's lines? <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so laughs> I took a couple. He's a real e's lines. He's a real trip.
2: <laughs> I took some of E's <laughs> lines, all of these lines, and all of Turtle's lines. You you rewrote it for me, right, for the audition, and I was able to crush it,
0: right. And by the way, crush it. And I don't say this because, by the way, we're going we're gonna to trash each other like, like the guys did on the show because that's how we <laughs> I'm are good with each that. other. I'm good with that. I'm going to crack a beer. But I can <laughs> tell you, Kevin Dillon walked into this audition. As I remember, you were wearing, and maybe I'm wrong, you were wearing Jimmy Connors short tennis shorts. That's what I recall with white socks. No,
2: no, no. no. It was golf, bro. Right. I was actually wearing my spikes. I think I had a Titleist you hat. you spikes on? I had spikes that's on.
0: <laughs> insane. I mean, that's yeah. insane. But Kevin Dillon, I swear to you, said one line. And I looked at Steve Levinson and I was, I I really was like, this guy's going to win an Emmy if we get this show on the air. (laughs) That is honestly what I thought. And I felt like, don't know how I don't, and I do know your work because I, I knew The Doors, and I know all of your stuff because I grew up on you. When I was dreaming about being in the business, Kevin was already like in platoon when I'm in mm-hmm. high school. And we're we're pretty much the same age. But before, long before I got in this business, Kevin was working extremely successfully in this. But when Kevin did his one line, we looked at each other and we're like, okay, that's it. It's over. Done. We got Johnny Drama. <laughs> Which, as I said... To you earlier before we got on here was not the case because we weren't in charge. You know, like we gave our opinions, but there were other thoughts involved. And I remember one of the executives when I walked out of that audition said, "I don't get him. He doesn't. He doesn't fit in the show." <laughs> Which uh, is an incredible story of how careers can change in Hollywood because we could have just gone that way and that would have been the end of it. And we find someone else. And in my opinion, the show would never have been picked up. But what happened was well. Kevin Connolly might have carried the day maybe I I don't mean I don't mean I really do believe that these five guys we needed everyone and I think the casting was absolutely perfect and you know, sometimes you get lucky breaks and we got lucky breaks because a lot of things happened in the casting process that could have gone the other way, including Kevin Connolly was a retired actor at the time. I mean, the only way we even got him to audition was I think Wahlberg had to threaten him, you know, but... um, And
2: Adrian was in Mexico growing a beard. Yeah, Adrian didn't even want to do TV.
0: He was, that was beneath (laughs) him, which, you know, it, it, some of it was really like the characters, but Kevin, I mean, you know, I wrote this part and I didn't know you, we'd never met, but I kept Having friends tell me, you wrote this part for Kevin Connolly. He is the guy. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. But, you know, Sheila Jaffe, our casting director, says he's retired from acting. He's no longer acting. Now, Doug, I was always under the impression that I was,
2: right from the get-go, I was the guy. Mm -hmm. So this is my first time actually hearing that there was... Some so, well, I think to, I
1: think you were the guy for them. Yes, you were the guy the for on. us.
2: You know, well, I, I love the guy. I mean, he's a great guy. Yeah, I uh, uh,
1: it's all right to uh, you know Chris
0: Chris Albrecht, Chris Albrecht was the president, and honestly, he's a genius, and he gave me my and career, I love, he's and also a great guy. all his notes on the script were absolutely right. And I think you know the reality is you're ten years, twelve years older yes. than Jerry Ferrar, fifteen. <laughs> And we were playing it. We crazy. were playing it like you guys were in high school together. Yeah. So I think the AIDS thing might have been part of it. But just back to that story real quick before we get into Coddling. I mean, I drove home and I said, there's nothing I've ever been so sure of this guy. And I think a day or two later after stressing out whether we were going to have to start reading other people, Chris called me and said, hey, it's your show. It's your choice. So that was like the word, like, wow. you know, like I could go down in flames with Kevin Dillon, who, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the pilot eventually when he was calling me a meathead on the set every time I tried to give him a note. But, uh, you know, but that was, uh, that was a loving it, it was it was nice but that that was where we started with this and our 20-year relationship so i don't well, know Well, i hope
2: i won chris over you
0: won chris so. over when he saw the pilot he said you were right this guy is gonna kill it and okay. you did and a couple and,
1: emmy nominations later i'm sure yeah. you probably had to uh, agree with doug golden yeah. globe
2: nomination too no yeah yeah, three, was it three Emmys and one Golden? I mean, I don't know. Why would I keep
1: track of your career <laughs> stats? <laughs> I
2: believe Kevin Connolly got a Golden Globe nomination Emmy too,
1: no? as well. No, no, I got I got robbed of that. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. you got robbed. But Kevin Connolly <laughs> and I both <laughs> won our Emmys for uh, 30 for 30s from ESPN. So we, nice, we, that was a We good have one, those too. trophies.
1: So, anyway. You know, Dylan, like, so you come in, you go in, and the first time you <laughs> well, laid eyes on Doug, Kev, you remember? Well, I knew Mark,
2: so he was the only guy I knew in there. Doug was in there. And uh, you thought I was believe- handsome, though, right? Or no? Yes, I was a okay. okay. handsome okay. guy who seemed very yeah. important. Right. <laughs> so I addressed everything to you, <laughs> and there was Levin there. Yep. And I think you made a comment about, what are you wearing? Because <laughs> I had shorts. It was Really like making day. you comfortable and in I the I audition. I had spikes. I had, like, white spikes on. I, I, it's so funny. I, I was really- like, well, I'm going golfing. And I think Mark Wahlberg was wearing a, a titleless hat. Right. And we talked golf. I knew he golfed a right. bit.
0: But, Kevin, I mean, you absolutely crushed that audition. And fortunately, everything worked out that we could get to the spot. Kevin Connolly was, as I said, more difficult. Had to get Mark to oh, talk to him. Very difficult. To go to dinner with me. And um, I don't know, Kevin, you, you want I to mean, jump into your audition experience as say, well?
1: I would like to say that I think that the retired actor thing has kind of taken on a life of its own this time. I was just busy doing something else. You know, it was just a thing going in to read for a you bunch weren't of, getting hired. Bunch of <laughs> a bunch of meatheads. A bunch of meatheads. No, I knew, but it's funny. The two things that I remember. The day that I came in was the day that Aaron Judge hit the home run to walk off against the Red Sox. Nice. And I can remember my agent. I was sitting in the car. In Not front Aaron of,
0: Judge, Kevin Connolly. You're in the uh, wrong uh, era. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: Aaron Boone. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Aaron uh, Judge <laughs> is, by the way,
0: 25. Aaron Judge wasn't even born when we're talking about <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly.
1: so. I remember my agent saying, like, listen, man, you'll be in your car seven minutes from right now and you'll never have to see any of these people ever again <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we have to just rewind a little bit because mark got kevin to agree to go to dinner with me and basically the whole dinner with kevin was he basically wanted to tell he wanted me to tell him that if he went in for this audition he was going to get the part and as i said i wasn't capable of making that decision even though i really did know
1: from i was that, trying to squeeze the offer out of yeah, smart our <laughs> business
0: <laughs> i knew that kevin Colley was the guy from that dinner and oh, wow. you walked in the audition. I don't know. Do you want to talk about your
1: audition? Because I know
0: you yeah, had a I mean, miserable...
1: Was, it wasn't a warm room. I mean, I could feel that you guys were tense about having a hard time casting the role. So, and then exactly what I said, my problem now, I don't know if you remember this, Doug. I After I finally agreed, I'm like, yeah, but now it's too built up. <laughs> now I don't know if I can back up the expectations. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I you know, I don't know what these guys have this idea that I like think I'm better than this or it wasn't the case. So then I was thinking, like, I'm gonna let just let these guys down. I literally went in and I said nothing. I put the sides on the ground and just did the scene one time and walked out the door. And uh-huh. to me,
0: as with you, he was the guy, but wasn't I mean, what was the thing I'm I'm kind of blanking that Steve uh, we had we had another producer in the room, Steve Steve Tompkins. Tompkins. Didn't he say oh, yeah. you looked like his father he said or something?
1: This guy reminds me of my dad.
0: <laughs> he was obsessed wow. with this. By <laughs> the way, I was
1: 27 years old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that that won't throw you off on an audition. So another
2: thing too is, I remember walking to the audition and I see a guy sitting out there. I, I think he was wearing like a Knicks jersey. And I'm like, hey, dude, can I mooch a cigarette off you, Jerry Ferrara? Jerry Ferrara. I think I mooched, like five of them off yeah. off him in that one audition. Yeah, and I spent, and that was my first time meeting Jerry. And, and, and then I, spent, I saw him at every audition after that. I think there was probably five auditions, right?
0: And Jerry, by the way, he was already our guy when we when we test. You know, just like you were the guy. But the whole night before that audition, I was so obsessed with the age difference. I was telling Jerry for a week not to shave, not to do this. Maybe they won't notice. Like that you're,
1: you're, I mean, what's the real age? You're 35 (laughs) and he's 22 or something like that? Or I I don't know, but. Never one time. Because, you know, people come up and they're happy to say stupid things, right? Not one time has anybody ever said one word about that and by the way i never heard it either and by the way it's never not like heard. we
0: don't draw attention to it which we should put that line up but i love that when Connolly says you know you didn't go to high school with these guys i don't remember the exact line i probably do oh but, did
1: you, you know? sold weed in the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right that's right i remember that. you were like
2: 40 i think you say <laughs> No, you
1: you like 40 selling weed in the parking lot you know there's a
2: lot of old jokes in there you
0: old bastard this yep, and that and yep. of course the thinning you guys, you well, balding. You, well, the rogue. Like, game. I'm actually
2: doing all right with the. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, we did a lot of things with you over the years. I mean, you know, Kevin Dillon. Like I came up with, uh, you know, calf implants. I have small calves. Kevin Dillon doesn't, and Kevin <laughs> Dillon didn't understand why the fuck we're doing a we're doing an episode about him getting calf implants, which we'll get to it was later. Hilarious.
2: But the the director I went to see my calves <laughs> on film. I'm like, dude, you cannot shoot my calves, <laughs> David. I, Nutter. I actually David Nutter, and I'm like, so I, was, I had to show him these bad
0: boys. <laughs> I mean, <look> at it, <laughs> That's look it. At beast. That's a beast right there, yeah. My calf doesn't look like that, which is why I wrote it, it and <laughs> played the part, but... You know, Conley's got good calves too. So it's a you know pretty much the whole cast has a nice set of calves. So is that got, right? But I love that even before that idea comes up in the pilot, you're talking about the legs on this uh, Rottweiler. You know, Arnold. Be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's got a great body. Look at those calves <laughs> on him. And I think maybe How about King King the horse. I was like, look at the glutes in that. Hand, yeah. Horse. So so Johnny Drama does have some weird animal obsessions <laughs> yes, that will come up in the thing. And I don't know. You know, the weird thing also is as we talk about it, it's like I became so close with these guys. Instantly, and a lot of people are like, oh, are they acting or are or, or is this written? Now, really, they can both tell you live right now that every word was pretty much written. I, yes. I was obsessive, but yeah. you start to get to know them, and you start to use things in them. But that being said, these guys were were making great choices, and mm-hmm. were the right guys. So you know, and I'll,
2: if I had an add-on, I would call you too, Doug. I'd yeah, go, hey Doug, I got a good idea, and you're like, yep. oh, that's great. I'll I'll
1: put that
0: in. Yeah. <laughs> or you just refused to say something you didn't like, which happened.
1: <laughs> hey, hey per- Kev, do you remember when we were at, it was like the the last call, went in and met with you guys the one time, and then it was the test. Yeah. And we were there, and I said to you, do you remember this? I was like, hey, man, you know you're the only one Yes. Y- here reading <laughs> yes. the drama, right? <laughs> I had no idea. And you were like, really? I'm
2: like, yeah, you're like, oh. there was. 50 people in the room. So I figured there had to be 10 dramas
0: in there. So funny. Yeah. You were, you were were the only one. You're our only choice. Yes. It's so this. That actually
2: made me relax a little bit more. You said, Oh,
0: really? I said, Yeah. Oh, I think I'll enjoy this moment a little (laughs) bit more. (laughs) And by the way, I mean, like I said again, you killed. That audition. And I think... I mean and I hate
2: auditioning. Yeah, I really...
0: Uh, tears were running down my face. That's why I said when I walked out and they were like, yeah, I think you should keep looking for a drama. I was like, what, what are you talking about? Like, I mean, am I... Do I know nothing? I'm crying listening to this guy do it. <laughs> but was and,
1: that after the first time or after no, the test?
0: No, that was after the test. After the first time, Kevin was just the guy. To me, it was Johnny Drama. And I, you know, there's a big thing. You have to bring two choices. And again, I was mm-hmm. new to this business the TV business especially, and I was told if you don't bring two choices, they might just shut down the whole show. So, I mean, some of the other E's that I brought in, you know, they made no sense. They were nothing like the character, but we brought other people in, but there really wasn't a a second Johnny drama, so we just didn't come with anybody, so.
2: Yeah, I I felt like the laughs were there, so I was like, I I felt, I walked out of there with a little hop in my step thing, and I think, I thought I
0: nailed that, you know. You did, and and it's, The Johnny drama character, which whether I wrote it in there or Kevin brought all this to it, I really can't answer that. But the empathy, the likability, and the you felt for him every minute that you were on screen, you know, and you have that ability to make kind of a self-centered, arrogant guy be really lovable. And that's, to me, you know, one of the hardest things to do as an actor, you know, because you could have just hated him when you're asking for shit but you were the mother character well do you remember
2: there was a, a stage where you were kind of writing drama a little bit too mean to Turtle Yeah, and I was like Doug this is too it's too rough on Turtle we're being way too hard on Turtle yeah. they're gonna hate me
0: And by the way, like, I I love that about these guys that we became so close that we were able to talk about stuff like that. And and if I didn't see it like that, and I think one of the reasons you're able to bring that is because you were always thinking like that. I don't want to be the asshole. And
2: I didn't mind being a little bit of an asshole, but, you know, slicing the banana paper thing and like go
0: go get me some more bananas <laughs> i still love that so much that's when uh, that's when turtle was your assistant you should be able to see through it
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that because yeah. i love that so yeah it was good kevin worked harder than everybody like, kevin came in and his acting quote-unquote choices are made the night before yes right? right like i think a lot of guys are winging it <laughs> kevin, adrian's, have you, adrian's like figuring it out on the ever, looked at this before right now <laughs> <laughs> no but Kevin always- have
2: you ever
0: seen this script before this well moment, my right? favorite line that kevin Dillon says because you know i always thought that all the actors would be obsessed with reading the scripts but kevin Dillon, and i don't even know if it was a joke or not but he would just read his parts and he'd say no, hey no. W- what do you got going on in this episode you know? <laughs> which no, i think it's funny i was but, into it but you did you came in with really sometimes
2: choices. i some of uh jeremy piven stuff you know all the re stuff at the office right sometimes i'd wait to watch that right right so it'd be a nice surprise yeah. and it'd be a fresh you, laugh
0: you, you don't have to like bullshit you didn't give a shit what was going on i
2: cared
1: about, care about our story. story so we would for the audience they there's a thing they're called mini sides and mini sides are the day's work and they're blown down to like smaller pieces of paper you fold them up put them in your pocket and you know it's like <laughs> your kind of your your lifeline for the day so I remember one day, Kevin, I know Kevin's got his like, whatever his <laughs> selfish minis. <cheese shits>. <laughs> so I go, I snatch, I go, Kevin. I see him reading it. I go over it because I drew a blank on one of my lines. I grabbed his <laughs> mini sides and everybody else's lines. I are tore cut you out. out of it. Everybody, else, everybody else's lines are cut out. I didn't need to know your lines. And it's scotch taped together <laughs> to where it's just all his dialogue. And you knew you were caught too. I was like, you have selfish <laughs>
2: minis. Selfish sides. minis. You knew you couldn't look at him because Kevin would borrow your minis. Let me borrow those minis. You'd never see him again. Put them down somewhere. Well, Kevin, so he could not use
0: my minis. Well, Kevin was definitely one of those you know, winging it, right, Kevin Connolly? I mean I,
1: <laughs> I was not a big wing it guy. I was always a fan of the script. I no, don't know. It's always no, it's know. always but, trouble to go on.
2: But up. Kevin, you're right. I did make uh, clear choices the night before and uh and Doug, sometimes you would have an idea how the line would be read. Most of the time I think we were spot on. Yeah. I was doing what you wanted. Yeah. But there were times. Well, I mean,
1: I think you guys got. You were there. like, I think you guys well, had to get there. Say the line this way.
0: Well we're we're, well, we're gonna, like, we're getting. We're going to get to it in later episodes. When okay. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, in a fucking bathrobe and his underwear, came out to physically assault me in front of a, <laughs> an Entertainment true. Weekly reporter. I mean, do you remember I, that? I, I was the person, right there. And, I, I and I'm like, well. and, and again, you got to understand this guy. Like, I look at him like my brother. So he's so pissed, which I I now really get because Kevin, it's the he heat really of did take. It's the heat of battle. He takes it seriously, and he comes <laughs> in with his choice. And the truth is, it's like. I'm a writer. I see it how
1: I see it. He's an actor. He sees it how he sees it. And either you convince the person or you don't. But but Kevin. Well, comes the funniest in- thing is you're both you're right about that. But the truth is, like you're both like argue about something. And I'm going. I don't know. It sounds the same thing. <laughs> yes. That's, well, that's what, what I felt. That's like, what the Dylan. That's are what, so the difference. That was so my minimal.
0: point. I was like, it's the same thing. That's what Dylan would say. I'm very obsessive. I hear the whole thing in my head, whether I'm right or I'm wrong. But I. I well, just, we've all had that with you,
1: Doug. Yeah. Every no, one of, of course, us. Absolutely. Well, the Doug, TV and line. AG, Doug and Adrian. Doug and Adrian. Adrian didn't talk for two weeks over tv 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 I still, or tv adrian you guys were would with saying TV. TV. adrian said and i would say let's tv watch, let's watch tv yeah. <laughs> yeah. like,
0: by the way it still sounds bizarre I, to me it's a, that
2: one kind of does to me a little it's bit. it's tv though. not tv yeah. tv we're, we're watch gonna tv we're
0: gonna we're gonna right. Dylan, think, yes. yes watch
2: tv, that, not watch TV. Might TV. Day, kind of that might have been the same that's kind of a new york
0: thing that might have been the same though though that was a war that was a different day completely different it was but that was a big deal like you guys didn't talk for three days but by idiot. the way it's like a war of attrition because eventually i would wear almost everyone down i'm yeah, not sure about that but Connolly used to call me and be like listen i don't really just give me the fucking line reading already i
1: don't want <laughs> to fucking hear it anymore no, i'm not you know? sensitive you say it the way you want to hear it i'll repeat it right back <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know that's part of the process and learning you know how each other works and and part of it was good because we became close enough friends that everyone could call me the night before which i don't think goes on on most shows and i think there's a yeah. lot of writers i used to say i used as as a joke and i have no idea if it's true so like i'm not trying to say this but i used to hear david chase if you complained like on the sopranos you were getting whacked
1: like your wow. character's getting <laughs> yeah. whacked you know so doug, i'd be like yeah, Connolly, you yeah, want to get whacked doug, <laughs> doug said what do you think of the script i said "Eh." Oh, my God, I remember that. Oh, no. Just because I didn't cartwheel across the room, I just said, yeah. He he said, eh? If you said that to David Chase, you'd be dead in the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What what script was it? Do you remember? Oh, my God, there's so many. (laughs) It it was like late. It was like late in the game. I wasn't really. The only time I had to fight, I said, Doug, I don't care. I will not lose a fight to Seth Green on my own TV show. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, to think about that
0: whole fight sequence, which we'll also get into also, but. Scott Conn didn't want to lose a fight to Kevin Connolly, so he didn't want to play that part. Kevin Connolly didn't want to lose a fight to Seth Green, so he's freaking out about it.
1: Seth Green's like, I'm doing a guest star on your show and I'm supposed to get beat up. I'm like, well, it's my show. You want me to get beat up? And you know what Seth Green said? Well, why don't we just see what happens? (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking, oh, fuck. Watch Seth Green be a fucking third-degree black belt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Can you imagine Connolly got the funny. shit kicked out of him by that Seth in the funny. middle of the episode? But
2: well, Meanwhile, I had to get a massage from Ken during that episode. I had my own issues.
0: <laughs> I mean, that episode, well, we'll get to there too. But okay, you know what we should talk about though, which hopefully Kevin Dillon remembers it the way, because I, I always worry that we're going to remember things differently. The word victory, since this is the Victory Podcast, okay? Yes. And I need to say the way I remember it and what I mean by it, because I told Connolly this this morning, but I would keep telling Kevin Dillon to say victory. Do you remember this? And you'd be like, "Why, why do I keep repeating this?" I'm like, "Cause yes. it's going to become your catchphrase." Yes. that's not to say no, you're that I'm, right. You were right, Doug, But That's 100%. not to say I'm I'm some genius. Yes. I knew you saying it was going to make this thing work. And yes. now, what's amazing is it's it's 15, 16 years later, and I still, still here saying it. <laughs> but not, forget you saying it. I hear it on Sports Center. All the time. Johnny Drama Victory. I hear athletes sing it all the time. I hear it on different things. I got to do it
2: four times a day on Cameo. That's great. That's <laughs> I mean, yeah. crazy.
0: By the way, just a little aside, if you need Kevin Dillon for a birthday party, he will say yes, victory will. for you on Cameo. <laughs> yes, you gotta, I will.
1: Connelly, Kevin we're going to try o- to get d- him. i do anything. Dillon also got a, a shout-out, which obviously we'll get to eventually, but Dillon got a shout-out on, uh, on the Eminem song. Remember that? Yeah, yes. Johnny Drama. And then yeah. uh, Kevin and I were out having a few beers one night, and Kevin says, you know, Connolly, I've been scrolling through the ML ma'am. I'm still looking for an e shout out. <laughs> still no e shout out. <laughs> oh, that's
0: amazing. That was so cool. we've had some other improv arguments about whether words were spoken. And also we will get to Kevin Dillon improv because if I'm wrong, you never improved in your life. And Larry David said, I don't work with a script,
2: right? Well, I've never done that kind of improv. I've I've taken an improv class, but yeah, right. working with Larry David was completely different. Right.
0: You guys didn't really tell me
2: where you wanted me to go. Well, that's I, like I jumping
1: just, in with sharks. Like Larry David yes. is the king of by, improv. By yeah, the you way, took I took an was, improv class. That doesn't mean you could jump right yes. in an improv a scene with Larry. I David. basically
2: had to guess what would drama want to, because you refused to tell me. Don't tell him anything. Well, by the way, I so was I, went t- in I was there terrified. Like, Hey, Larry, you got any, uh, anything going on? Like uh, you got a spot for me in anything?
0: I was terrified to call you the night before or the week before to tell you that Larry doesn't want a script. And it's also, it was Larry who's like my idol. And Larry Charles had, had gotten him so I was just kind of going on, and that's really the only time we've went without a script. Period. I mean, it's the only time. Yeah, and uh, I loved it. I was, I it was t- great. but you, but you didn't want to do it at first. You were uh, like this well, is bullshit. I wanted to know
2: what I'm doing. I really felt like they were not telling me on purpose. They're like, don't tell him anything.
0: No, this I was, way we'll get
2: something really organic. I was
0: not telling you because I honestly didn't know. I was like, okay. I, he doesn't want a script, okay. and I'm, I'm just going to trust that it's going to work. But yes. I remember when I had to call you, and I was so scared because Kevin, again, he works on these scripts he makes his choices i uh, put and my like, time in and i'm like listen there's nothing to put your time in <laughs> yeah. show up and that's it it's that's not me the beauty of that yeah. <laughs> you don't have to work so right, hard exactly but and it actually the scene turned out amazing which again we'll get to later yeah. hey
1: so kevin the story that i always tell about you i, t- I told it recently on, on somebody's podcast i'm not sure i'm not sure if you remember this but do you remember we were shooting the pilot and we went out and we sat down at the bar at houston's me you adrian and jerry and you said to us about Tom Berenger and Platoon. Do you remember telling us yes, this story? I, yes, I did. Could first, tell us the Platoon story and then tell us okay. the entourage one.
2: All right. We, we were shooting Platoon and there was a lot of complaining going on. They put us through jungle warfare. In the By the way, that's the it notorious one. A-
1: Three weeks. By the way, they stopped Three doing Three weeks. It. They sent these guys, these actors out to the jungle. With a crazy military guy, Dale Dye, who Dale was on entourage, Dye, who you worked with. Yeah, love well. Dale. Kevin. After the platoon one, they shut that down, and then they capped it at like X amount of days. But those guys were in the jungle for three weeks, sleeping in the sleeping
2: dirt. sleeping in dirt, and it was it was rough. And we all kind of complained a little bit. But at one stage, Tom Berenger, like, you guys have no idea, this is as good as it gets. You will never be in a better situation than we're in. This movie's going to be great. Everything about this experience you'll never forget. And I kind of said that to you guys. Well you full I don't think the real... pilot were yeah no he no, no, said was, that this is tom barringer saying it to us no no i know that but why did you say it to them did you because i felt it he man i felt i i knew that this show was gonna be a huge hit i felt i was i, I was did. digging your vibes thank you and i was digging the, the cast and the scripts were coming out great i just i just felt like it had great legs
1: we started shooting the season the show hadn't aired yet but we and i said this is as was... good
0: as it gets this is gonna be a huge success and by the way, me—I'm the most negative person in the world, so I never felt that. And just going back to initial meetings, I'm like, we have to get this in. I remember the first time these guys were all put together in a room. <laughs> yeah, I was about to—I was about to tell that one.
2: <laughs> wait, it what? Was, uh, wait. I remember we're but, hanging out, uh, and we're yeah. having drinks, trying to get before to know each other before we shot anything. Right. And I was like, he—I guess he walked in and said, that. "I was like, hey, hey Yo Adrian," <laughs> and he's like, "Don't ever say that again." And I was like, <laughs> "Yo Adrian." Of course, I got to
0: say it again. First words out me. of his
2: mouth. You know, I'm going to say it again if you tell me not to say it. So.
0: See, I've always I had this. I couldn't help it. But I always had this conversation about this because we've talked about this before. But Adrian was joking, no? No, he was serious. Really? <laughs> he was serious. It, it, listen, Adrian's,
1: Adrian's a great guy. I think he was like testing boundaries is what it was. That's so funny. I well, think. well, there was also, uh, you know, early
2: on I had to say, hey, look, Adrian, I am your older brother. Right. So certain things you have to be careful. You can't yell at me like you're yelling at Turtle, right? Because an older brother will kick your ass, right? You know. So I right. we had to talk, about and that
0: I will a kick bit. your yeah, ass. Yeah, by the way, I was, I was just going to say. By the way, film. Dylan was like, "Yeah, but Dylan was going, Adrian, I will beat you up in front of this whole crew right <laughs> if, now, if my little brother." You
2: know, talk to me that way. He's getting a beat. Right.
0: So anyway, that's episode one. Like I said, we're going to, you know, we're going to get into things like Platoon and and some of my successes and failures that we've had along the way. And hopefully Connolly will join in in that as well. But that's episode one. We're going to deep dive into all 96 episodes of Entourage. And we're going to go into the movie, everything that went into it. And there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff. and, And really some of it, Kind of goes along with how our friendships were, and and we've come a long way together. And I think we're gonna have a good time doing this. And I'm Hell glad yeah. to see you guys. I'm excited to get. Yeah, you me guys. too. Okay, so that wraps up episode one of Victory the podcast. I'm Doug Ellen. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Doug Ellen. I don't use TikTok yet, sadly. And and I'm Kevin Dillon. You can find me on Instagram at Kevin Dillon official. Victory.